Alrighty, folks, welcome back in. You're listening to Rutherford Issues. Nick Cohn in for Brian Barrett this morning, and our guest this morning is Trey Lee, and this is going to be a mouthful. The Assistant Superintendent for Engineering and Construction. Did I get it? That's it. Alrighty, Trey, welcome. Thank you. Uh, so, a lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Um, wanted to start off with the Plainview Elementary opening. Any news there? What do our listeners need to know? That's exciting stuff whenever we can expand here in uh, the community. Uh, yes, sir. We're uh, getting very close. Uh, we have a scheduled uh, open house uh, for Sunday, August 1st. Um, and um, we're rapidly approaching. It's the it's like moving into your new home, um, except it uh, on a lot larger scale. Right. Um, uh, the principal's been out there with us uh, for the last week or 10 days. We're finalizing final inspections, uh, moving in furniture. Uh, uh, next week's going to be a big week. Um, we have had same issues a lot of businesses have with uh, supply chain issues. Uh, due to some of the COVID things that went on last year. Uh, they haven't quite caught up yet. So we've got a lot of equipment, furniture, and those kind of things that, you know, have a little bit behind schedule, but we're ready. And uh, when those things come, we'll, we'll move them in as quickly as possible, and we'll have the school ready for uh, folks to come take a look at on the 1st. I wanted to ask you about the portable classrooms here in a second because I know this kind of opens up uh, some of those, but what goes into the thought process when you guys add an elementary school, middle school, high school uh, to the area? What kind of factors are are thought about and included in that conversation? Well, um, uh, for the last few years, it's been our unprecedented growth. Um, When I started with the county 13 years ago, we, we had growth. And, and we had a large number of portables then, and, but, but the difference was the growth kind of moved around the county. You know, it'd be maybe towards Smyrna a little bit for a little while, and then it would go swing back toward Blackman and that sort of thing. And it, in the last few years, the growth is just everywhere. Um, we opened uh, last year a new annex, 25 classrooms at Rock Springs Elementary uh, out in the Laverne Smyrna area. And we no more got it open, and we find out there's a development right down the street for a little over 400 homes. Just recently passed a new development right across the street for 600 homes. Um, We opened up Rocky Fork Elementary and Rocky Fork Middle in the Smyrna area a couple of years ago. Um, No sooner do we open the doors, and there's a 300-home development next door and townhouses going on the other side. And... So the growth just it follows us, uh, and it's actually gotten out ahead of us right now. So typically, uh, we look at our growth, and, and, and we track it yearly. Um, when a school starts approaching 85 90% capacity, we begin looking at long-term plans. Those long-term plans are not as long as they used to be uh, because they uh, expedited. Gets, growth is much quicker now. Um, so with Plainview, we were able to alleviate overcrowding at four elementary schools, uh, Buchanan, um, Christiana, uh, Barfield, and Rockvale. Now, that's a large area, um, but it, it, it's a large undertaking. And sometimes when you alleviate, you move children from one school to another. So some of Rockvale may have gone to Christiana, and some of them may have come to Barfield, depending upon where they live. The Rockville area has been kind of unique. Rockville, Eagleville, and Kittrell, there hadn't, you know, over the years, there hasn't been a whole lot of growth out that way. And the last two or three years between the city limits and 
what used to be the city limits, uh, Veterans Parkway and Rockville Schools has just exploded. Um, there's three subdivisions going up out there now, a couple hundred homes each. Um, we built a new high school out there and opened it a couple years ago. Um, and the growth has just been mind-boggling. And when we opened the high school, one of the side effects to it was the middle school um, enrollment went up 200 over average the first year um, over their average growth. Uh, and that kind of surprised us. Uh, we, we didn't, uh, they didn't come from in our schools. Um, they either came from the city schools that were zoned for that area or people that have moved in. So what happens is the, the Buchanan area had five or six portables. Barfield had a couple. Rockvale had eight or nine. Uh, Christiana had four or five. So when those schools get alleviated, we're able to move those portables from those schools because those children that were in portables are either relocated to the new school or to another school or inside that present facility. So then we move those portables to other schools that have need. Uh, this year is uh, higher than normal. We typically, when we open a new school, somewhere between eight and 10 that we move. This year we're moving 28. That's how many portables we had sitting at. Uh, and the other thing that, that we didn't mention is we have a, a large annex that we built at Laverne Middle that due to some issues beyond our controls, not gonna open with school, it'll open in October. Uh, at fall break or maybe a little earlier but no later than fall break it'll open and it's just like the one we built a few years ago at Oakland Middle um, so we're adding classrooms there we got a number of portables there that we will relocate once we open that facility so it's a total of 28 but we've got more requests than we have portables um, the board has been fairly adamant over the last few years that they don't want to buy portables no parents like portables um, um, the Rockville community has been seeing more portables than they've seen in the past, and uh, it's, uh, it's unusual for them. Uh, it's been the norm for the rest of the county schools for, for quite some time, and, and unfortunately for them, they haven't had to deal with it, so now we are. Um, but uh, that leads us into what we got coming this year. Uh, last night, the board approved uh, three new projects. Uh, for this upcoming school year and two of those projects are slated to help the overcrowding at Rockvale. Um, we're planning to build a new uh, 25 classroom annex at Rockvale Elementary which is almost ex identical to the one we opened a couple of years ago at Rock Springs Elementary and we're planning on adding 22 classrooms to uh, Rockvale Middle. Uh, it's a, a, a wing uh, classroom has a main spine hallway and then it has wings that come off of it most of the different grade bands sixth seventh eighth and then they have a spe exploratory special class wing and we're adding six classrooms onto uh, those wings which allows them to continue with their uh, grade band pods sixth seventh eighth that sort of thing our guest this morning on Rutherford Issues is Trey Lee, the Assistant Superintendent of Engineering and Construction. And, um, you know, I wanted to just ask you, when you talk about these uh, new schools being built and you guys kind of get the conversation started, you said the process has been kind of sped up lately just because of the growth. But how far out from when the conversations start until that construction starts is it normally? Are we talking a year, five years? Does it kind of just depend on, on how uh, 
urgent the the need for a new space is is that is that a factor we have a five-year building program um, that we um, modify if necessary each year um, the 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 additional 200 students at Rockville Middle kind of threw us but we didn't see it coming now now we can anticipate what we call normal growth we can predict the children that are in our system that are going to go from an elementary school to a middle school and typically you have two to three elementaries that feed into a middle school and you have two or three middle schools that feed into a high school now when i say feed into a high school they don't all necessarily go to one high school there's a chance that if they're in that i call it the gray zone they could end up going to either a stewart's creek or a blackman high or they could be a stewart's creek or a smyrna high they could be an oakland or a riverdale depending upon where that subdivision how the zone lines are drawn so I say that so so we can predict those children we know where they are we know how many there are and we know what school they're going to we have historic data that we track each year that tells us okay over the last 10 years our average is uh, 50 kids in, in first grade 30 kids in second grade 40 kids in third grade you know that kind of thing and then you you modify that as you go along what's what's changed this for us is all this growth um last year the city of murfreesboro had a uh, record number of building permits this year they're uh, at the rate at the rate they are right now they're going to exceed what they did last year um, uh, murfreesboro uh, the guys over at county planning city of smyrna all those people are great with us they send us monthly reports uh, of their new developments and a development may get approved but it may be in six or eight sections and some of those sections are approved but they haven't platted them and they're not starting to build yet so so those lots are there but they're not permitted ready to go lots so they update their stuff to us monthly so we use that we use that data uh, which also helps um, and then um, the middle schools that are in the murfreesboro area also receive children from the city schools sometimes those numbers are the ones that we don't have a good grasp on um, and that's usually where we get our surprises uh, there's more there than what we anticipated or what our normal average is and, and who knows why there's there's years that we go along and 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 our uh, kindergarten uh, you know at a at most of our schools is uh, you know let pick a number a couple hundred children and then all of a sudden when you you'll see a spike that's 350 where'd all these kids come from you can't predict that kind that kind of thing and you don't know till they get there but once they're in our system we can track them we've got historical data and i say all that so, so we look at that and then we put out a five-year program we we have um i have numerous spreadsheets where i have the capacity of the schools and how what the enrollment is and we track it monthly the instruction department feeds me information so we track that so we go from 80 percent to 90 percent and those um, schools can move up and down um, and that kind of leads us to where our next school needs to be you track that growth and you see the pattern uh, right now we would love to have a school on a new middle school on the west side um, we've looked at two or three pieces of property uh, that haven't uh, worked out um, we're still looking for property on that side the thing that hurts on the west side uh, that highway 96 840 over to patterson road toward rockville cluster 
is there's very little dirt for a standalone sewer system. And the city sewer doesn't go far enough out for us to tie onto. So it's kind of a no man's land, but that's the area where we need to be. We're still looking for something there. Um, there's possibility of some property um, on the Amable side of 840 uh, that we looked at a few years ago. Um, but we're, we're still looking in that area. We need land for a middle school to help that Rockville, Blackman, Stewart Creek area. There's, there's thousands of homes being built in that corridor um, that are going to affect us in the next little bit. So, so that's where we're looking, uh, but we do have a five-year plan, uh, and it's broken down into, and it's not necessarily a grade band. It may show a elementary and two middle schools for next year. But these numbers um, that we track, if we get one of those spikes somewhere, uh, and, and the thing that's made this year a little more difficult is the fact that of the COVID year last year. So there's a number of folks that kept their children home, you know, homeschooled or, you know, did different things that, so maybe we didn't see what we normally would see or that influx of people that have moved in, maybe they didn't enroll their children. So this year upcoming, is going to be the one that we're really going to watch, especially the first three or four weeks of school. Those numbers are going to help me, and then we'll track them throughout the rest of the year, but they're going to basically help me go, oh, we, we, we got to move this school up and this school down. Uh, so we do reanalyze each year. Um, there's, you know, elementary schools, middle schools, and there's a high school on there, and if the high schools keep going like they're going right now, that high school that may be in year four may become year two. The thing about those kind of schools, once we get to that, let's say we've got a school for next year. Well, it it's, gets funded in July. So we talk about it throughout this year, and that's why we're reanalyzing now because we have to start October, November looking at what we would like to move forward with next year. And it's got to be designed, ready to go, approved by the school board and approved by the county commission in April, May, and June for it to go forward next year and start in July. So we would be starting here in the next few months for a school that's not going to start till this time next year, which won't be open till August of the next year. And if it's a high school, you're two years beyond that. So a high school starting today, uh, you would have uh, a year to get ready to go start, and then it would be two years. So it's three years before it opens its door from today, if we had a high school for next year. Elementaries and middles, um, they're, uh, a middle school is about 14 to 15 months, and an elementary is about 12 to 13. Now, that's been our normal patterns for the last few years. Um, we're coming out of this covid thing um and a lot of the products and things that we use that were four week lead time six weeks lead time right now we're told 12 to 18 months i mean 12 to 18 weeks and then when it gets to that point they call up and go i'm sorry we don't have it it's going to be another six to eight weeks um it's really going to affect us construction schedule wise um 
I'll see that going forward with the with the new three new projects that we've got. Uh, got a lot of feelers in the community in the construction community that you know guys that we do business with and consultants and those kind of things and they feed us uh, a lot of information well certainly a lot of moving pieces for uh, one of the quickest growing communities in the country if you can believe it but just the growth that we've seen is is amongst the quickest anywhere you'll find so um, a lot of good information there appreciate your time this morning trey lee our guest this morning assistant supervisor of engineering and construction and uh Certainly love to have you on again. A lot of talk, lots to talk about, and just a lot of moving pieces. So we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Just let me know. Be glad to come back. All righty. Thank you so much. We got news and weather traffic coming up for you at the top of the hour. So keep it right here on your good neighbor station. You're listening to News Radio WGNS.